0: Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 113 of the Bono Podcast, where we talk all things Blood Bowl. Jingle? welcome back i'm ben and once again i'm joined by blood tithe ben bt how's it going going great thank you good 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 and we've also got to extraordinaire ian triple pow trips how are you doing today i'm um, not too bad Evening in all oh he's got his shiny light thing going on in the background <laughs> I'm just surprised it's not more just red
1: for Sith, like the entire time trips. Oh, that can be done, but you've got to be uh, (laughs) really wind me up for that.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh man, there it goes. Cool. So BT episode 113, which is ridiculous. It's April now, which is ridiculous. What are we talking about today?
2: uh simple topic we're just going to be talking about developing league teams you know how they work like things you need to account for things you might want to look out for and things like that just a little little
0: conversation topic on on what we think about league yeah it's been a it's been a couple of years of blood bowl 2020 now obviously when it first landed the world was kind of in lockdown we've had blood bowl 3 come out as well so there's lots of leagues going on and lots of kind of team development uh so it seemed like a good time to actually be like oh you know what we've got multiple teams that we've played through we can have a really good chat about the league development system which should be pretty good fun and like bt mentioned there's actually quite a few bits of blood ball news to look at today so let's delve right in Okay, bloodball news. Uh, I mean, Ben just jumped in then and, and mentioned something that we'd completely missed, which is awesome. Which reminded me of something that I hadn't put on the show notes, which was actual Games Workshop news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in the view yeah. of Withergrasp, double draw. Uh, so, if uh, you guys had a chance to look at the Withergrasp model, yeah, love him. Yeah, really love him. So, Withergrasp is a chaos player. We don't know if he was a beastman. I think he was just a Chaos Alignment, like a human dude who just got converted to Chaos. Anyway, he looks like a two-headed Ungor with a Kira arm uh, replaced like Akira style tentacles on one side of his body. Um, and it is a pretty cool model. I mean, I'm not a massive fan of the actual star player rules for, for him. Um, mm. he's just that edge four, even though he's got two heads, which means he's dodging out on a three plus. But it just—I don't know—the fact he's got tentacles and tackle and stuff is makes him, I think, a pretty good marker at uh, trips. I feel like you said actually he might be really great as a gutter runner getter.
1: Yeah, definitely a, a sort of an anti hackflam, anti-gutter runner. Anything that's an anti-gutter runner is a big well, score in my book.
0: Remember, Hackflem is strength three, Ben. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> this he guy does, actually does want have f- sidestep.
2: <laughs> yeah. This guy was actually one of the first stars that I played against, I remember. Like, this is like one of my first blood bowl things. So it was against Richard. I think he used him on I was Renegades. Rich. Rich used to use him a lot. Didn't? With the, oh, with like the a grasp. Bit, Are you sure? Yeah, as like a safety.
0: Oh, I I'm thought sure he, 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 he loved lewd grip. Lewd grip
2: yeah, was his guy. Oh,
1: maybe that's what I'm thinking about, actually. The two, I think.
2: Mm. I feel like it was with the grasp, actually. I really do. It might have been and it's like a Lude, safety because he just absolutely like i remember just cane some elves that would ever break through
0: we yeah. do need to see lewd grip come back lewd grip would actually be a really solid star player yeah. positional for chaos because he had a bit of sure hands and stuff as well um so that would actually kind of be a spot
1: yeah. useful thing yeah, it did things you couldn't do with chaos mm. yeah.
0: the, the the challenge with this guy is that actually i don't know how much better than just a two die blitzing beastman he is i mean i know he's got tackle and stuff but one dice with tackle or two dice without tackle is kind of like i i throw the two dice without loner but i mean uh skill set wise tentacles prehensile tail tackle uh,
2: they're all like good like just in case if you do get that push like that is still quite a thing to watch out for um yeah tentacles of strength three is not really that much
0: of a problem but i actually don't mind the idea of using this model as just a beastman in a in a chaos team i know it's a very expensive way to do it (laughs) because forge world tends to be you know significantly pricey but it is a cool model i think i think i think it's always good when you pick up a star that you can just use the model for this is why i like Scrog so much it's because Mm -hmm. i'm like i love that model i'm never ever ever gonna run Scrog, but he's my yeti yeah, and it's it's yeah. kind it's kind of like that's a really good one. So actually, this guy you can just run him as a beast man, or uh, he'd go lovely in a Chaos Renegades team as something, um, which is pretty cool. Now, on the note of with a Grasp Fanath went and dropped a version of him it almost immediately after the article came out, like literally a day, maybe two days after.
1: It felt like they had it ready to just upload,
0: which might be reasonable given that the actually the rules for him been out they came out in the almanac didn't they so Mm -hmm. i mean to be fair they've been waiting on this drop for a little while (laughs) it's an interesting interesting timing piece um i know we got we talked about this a bit actually in nottingham didn't we ben um yeah about like third parties just kind of ambushing games workshop releases and how it's really i don't know it's a really interesting like and complicated market space at the moment
2: yeah, it's a lot harder for them to put out um, stuff after they release it. It's like they have got a drum up pipe which allows
1: the third party to jump in, um, <laughs> which is great yeah. for us. So. <laughs> oh no,
0: it's yeah, we're brilliant. We're winner, the winners here. So. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, it's great for the no patience. Oh, I want it today. Oh, I can have it today. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I want to run this guy. Where can I get him? I can pick up the Fanath one now, or I can wait several weeks probably for the Forge World one. Um, it's an interesting one. I, I. I am a real big fan of a lot of what Fanaf does. But this this one does not does not tick the box for me. I think it's fine. I just, yeah. I actually massively prefer the Games Workshop version.
2: Yeah, me too. Me too. I think the, yeah, the Forger one absolutely knocks it out of the park. I think the tentacles are just like, it's very clear that's like the prominent thing. I feel like this looks like a mutated Nurgle lineman. Um,
1: yeah, that's exactly Yeah. Yeah, this yeah. this looks like you could put three or four in a team and paint them up slightly differently, and it would look right rather than sticking out as a star player.
0: I mean, for eight eight euros though. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I I know which one I'd rather buy. That's the thing. Uh, yeah, that's eight eight euros yeah. for the resin version, and I believe they've released this as an STL as well. I need to I need to do the thing. I think and oh, pick, even better, pick it up STLs. Are you there? Because the Snake Man is three dollars fifty. Uh, yeah that's obscenely good isn't it that was that was a real yeah this dude three dollars uh, three euros yeah, 50 well, there you as well. go.
2: that's exactly what i'd get if so... i really wanted a loo grip so not a loot grip with the grasp okay maybe it was loot grip before <laughs>
0: <laughs> you are convincing me more and more that it was loot grip yeah.
1: Yeah. buy it print it paint prime it play with it put it back at the back of the cupboard all in three or four days
0: <laughs> yeah i think there's Do i that. think there's always an important part of the build-up i think i think having that time to anticipate a purchase and get the thing in there we talked about like release stuff and timings and actually sometimes games workshop have it too too long um and we i it's big company so like you know like the tree man and everything we always talk about the tree man as being like the example of how too how too long it is um but actually a couple of weeks for a star player i think is it works really well and their team releases where they drop the team and the pitch and the stars has been brilliant um so I-, I like that but this is just an interesting one where it leaves them really open to being ambushed but there is a um with a grasp double drawl available from fanath i haven't seen brute fun do one yet i'm not sure he's planning on doing one anytime soon so we're safe um talking of brute fun it's Ooh. it's the first podcast of the month which means it's a patreon heavy one uh have you seen his most uh. recent masterpiece
2: so much i i i love these these are this is my favorite team they've done and i don't think i've said that about every release so far but definitely a couple but man continues to knock out of the park these oh they're just perfect aren't they
0: even the line goblins are so yeah. good oh i did a fun yeah. thing today though i had a little bit of space on a plate um so i grabbed all of the line goblins scaled them down to 65 and shot them on oh. there because i was like oh can I use this as snotlings? Can I use these as little snotlings? And yes, they are awesome as little tiny snotlings. But no, this, this is this team is awesome. Um if you caught the stock up Sunday last week, you'll see that I actually painted some and put them on put them on the spinny base. Um and they're just they've just been so much fun to paint. I I, I just can't. I think it's funny, Ben, you said this is your favourite one. I think I actually said that in the printer pitch video as well. Like I was like, this this might be my favourite team. For a long time from anybody, mm. because it is just—it's just perfect.
2: Yeah, it really is. The troll as well is just great. Yeah, like this reminds me a lot of the um. Yeah, he's like what they did—the Warhammer Underworlds one. Yeah, you know, it's like that molog yeah he reminds me a lot like molog just like scaled and repurposed for blood bowl and like you know
0: we saw a a load of molog conversions as well didn't you for underworld trolls yeah
2: Yeah, exactly this guy's great for that this
0: guy is perfect for an underworld troll so um this is part one of the release you get a troll You get uh, four goblin linemen, one goblin lineman as well with a net. So five goblin linemen, really. We'll come back to why there's a guy with a net. And then you get all the goblin positionals. You've got a guy with a squig on a piece of wood as your chainsaw, which is amazing. You've got a goblin being dragged around by a squig as your fanatic, which is amazing. You've got a goblin feeding potions to squigs that he is then going to throw as bombs, as your bomber. You've got a really wicked hopper like a a squig hopper as your pogo player and you've got a doom diver in the form of a bat squig again very much like the underworld's team ben yeah um just literally dragging a dude around like just straight up dragging him across the pitch which is so cool and you get a squig as well now the squig is of no use to you if you're running a goblin team but not only does this work very nicely as a goblin team this is part one so Next month, you're going to have troll two, knowing brute fun, a bunch of just a bunch more stuff, but you've got all the goblin positionals, plenty of linemen and a troll that you can mirror with a different head style. So actually, if you want a goblin team, one month of brute fun's Patreon will have you very, very, very sorted, but the netter and the squig allow you to run this team. But, oh, I forgot about the madcap mushroom addict, who is your hooligan, Um, as two different fumble secret teams so it's the night goblin team the positionals are there for the madcap mushroom addict now this is something we genuinely need to check out um yeah because we've always we've we've been wanting to get secret league teams to the pitch again and this is this is the best time to do it i think um so there's a night goblin team where there's a netter and a, a a mushroom addict who gets like mighty blow and stuff which i think is really fun and then you've got the makings of a squig team now next month he's going to pad it out but the the squig team is uh, just, I've, i want a squig team right and they've yeah. gone and done a squig team you're not going to get better than this like yeah. that is no way <laughs> Genuinely true. The only thing—the only thing that could be terrible—is if Games Workshop actually does produce a squig team, like I've been clamouring for, and they change up the positionals. Uh, but the—that the, means that next month there's going to be another squig, and then a really big squig, and then a mangler squig, and then a squig gobber thing, shooty thing. Oh,
2: perfect. Ooh, this is so Thanks. good. I love the creativity of this. Like, the, the, I think the fanatic of the squig lobbing a goblin around on a chain is just, ah, that's perfect. That's everything I wanted in a goblin team. (laughs) And yeah, like you said, the cave squig is, or the squig bat, sorry. Yeah. uh, Super good. Super good.
1: I'm, what I like about these, these ones is you, you look at them and you go, they're just fabulous miniatures that you can play fantasy football blood bowl with <laughs> they are just fabulous miniatures you could definitely see yourself going hmm what other game systems can oh, i use
0: these i've told him this i was like dude if you if you just just put weapons on them the age of sigma people will come flocking and he's like nah i like blah. ball <laughs> <laughs> <Legend. laughs> i'm like hey this is i'm super okay with that um i'm a, a big fan of the like the multi-use aspect of it where you've got the goblin team and then there's actually a couple of secret teams there i mean the hardest thing about secret teams are finding the models i mean ah some of that's fun like converting and everything but yeah this is one of the first well it's definitely the best example of a secret team actual you can just go by which is yeah which is really big um but yeah brute fun Definitely go and support him. Then, the biggest surprise dropped this month. And I am absolutely smitten with this team. So Punga have got an STL Patreon as well. And um, every month they release a part of a team. And every month it's, generally speaking, a pirate team. So ahead of the printer pitches every month, I print about 15 plank bases for pirate stuff in anticipation of a pirate team and then punga go and drop their preview for this one uh and it's chaos halflings and part one is out this month where you get a tree man five linemen uh, sorry line halflings and two halfling hefties and this might be my favorite punga team it is so good have you guys checked this out oh uh, i can't wait for this full team
2: like this is perfect i i i'm really weird when it comes to halfling teams oh look at him
0: the tree man is so good
2: (laughs) i'm really weird when it comes to halfling teams i haven't actually seen any i really like like ones that really kind of speak to me this one i (laughs) love and straight off the bat like it's not even even for halflings it's like good
0: yeah uh, so yeah month one you've got the two hefties uh, and five halflings now if you're not opposed to a bit of mirroring you are able that's you're, you're done okay get a tree mirror it uh one of the halflings you designate as your catcher maybe i don't know the one running like one of the chaos guys running you just nominate them as your catchers paint them with a different ring base or whatever and you can fill out the team immediately i think the hefties are brilliant um but the fact part two is coming is awesome and i was not expecting it i really like their their pirate halfling team i think it's my favorite one of their pirate teams although i do like the orc one actually but the 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 halflings are just they're just really spot on and these ones here like this is it we've talked about two patreon releases both of them are scaled perfectly which makes me so happy after torchlight last month with the little lizards that were just flipping (laughs) tiny uh i was like okay well I didn't bother using the pre-supports for this team i just chucked them on myself did the supports myself i'm absolutely loving pushing the threshold with 0.2 light supports everywhere like that's kind of my go-to now because when you rip them off it's just it's just like it's like printing into nothing it's amazing uh so i chucked them on printed them all i was like right let's check out the scale and they're perfect like they're perfect they just nailed it and i i just love this one and i i need to see you paint this tree man ben
2: well, I will be soon. I'm. I was actually really debating. I, I'm going to take Stunt in the next league, and we'll talk about that in the league section. Um, and I just now, I was, I was so sold on brute fun goblins, and I think it's still going to be. But then this drops like the time where I'm just like, oh, maybe I do halflings for yeah. once because I've done I have done goblins before. So.
0: <laughs> yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. I mean, yeah. do do the halfling team, and then when we do uh, the secret team, you could do a squig or night goblin team. Yeah, I think that'd be good fun. Uh, yeah, yeah. because i've got to say that painting up the goblins i painted them up in several different styles from brute fun because i just like i sat there and i watched mando uh, mando four episodes of mando and <laughs> uh, just painted goblins and i was like this is really nice <laughs> i have a really good time All Life's about yeah. yeah i was like oh no you know what i'm in a bad mood i'm gonna go paint things uh okay we got another cool team out this month which is the amazon team from ugni so uh, he's dropped this. uh 14 players. I think eight linemen, two blockers, two blitzers, two throwers. Uh, STLs dropped yesterday. There's a thrower and a couple of linemen still pending, but otherwise the team is out. I've got them on the printer at the moment, and I really like the look of this team. So the game's virtual Amazon team. I love the roster. The roster design is amazing. The team, the team was you know was C plus like it was fine didn't hate it the only thing i really struggle with is the blockers being smaller mm-hmm. and just that that whole thing kind of ruins the whole team for me now you know we've got dungeon ball coming up soon as in we've got the dungeon ball series and we'll be filming that in 4 weeks time which i'm super excited about um and i was like yeah we need heaven's team and yeah you can't have a heaven's team without taking blockers you you've got to take the blockers they're just too good right yeah. and then Boom. He drops this team. Ugly drops this team. And I'm, I'm a really big fan of it. They hit the Amazon motif. They've got kind of big helmets, big Sonic helmets. But it's... I don't know. I, I really like it. What do you guys think about the Amazon team?
2: So my favorite Amazon team that got released was the Punga one. And this one I prefer, actually. So wow. I was really sold on the Punga one. And then this one came out. And I'm just like, actually... this takes it and we're in this really good place where everything coming out is just phenomenal um i don't know what's happening no it makes me really anxious
1: (laughs) yeah there's some (laughs) scarily good artists out there um yeah it it makes it quite difficult when you want to pick a new team because a there's like Five new good teams every month, and then you go right. I shall settle on a race. Oh no, that has not helped me. Mm. I now have five <laughs> different really cool. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll do a halfling
0: team. Okay, do you do the pirate yeah. halfling team? Do you do the Games Workshop halfling team? Do you do the uh the Chaos halfling team? Do you convert your own halfling team? It's just it's just dumb. The the thing I I mean uh, the thing I'm cross about is that Alcadie. Brutefern and Punga are all doing two to three month cycles of teams and they're all synced up. It's so frustrating. I was like, <laughs> like, so part one of good they're all coming at part one, part one, part one have all landed in the same month that it's like the worst. It's like just one of you delay a little bit. Like so that we've got a little bit of focus because having three plus awesome new teams drop during the same week. It's just we well, hey, this is why we did the podcast the other week, right? About release speed um yeah uh no i love the sculpts i think they're very reasonable uh i just think they're great fun the throwers are not brilliant i think i probably had to lean a little bit too hard into the fact that they had snakes but
2: yeah i think i I like the one on the left the one on the right the poses do it for me much
0: yeah it doesn't
1: throw does it
0: (laughs) no these are the ones that are a little bit strange but actually yeah You know what if there's one model that you don't massively like in a team of 14 then i don't know you're better off than having two sprues of them (laughs) and and the blockers are of suitable size i was really happy when i put them on the plate to support them i was like okay the blockers look i was like that's a blocker like that's what you want right to say that's a blocker makes it very clear yes i mean as far as as far as dungeon bowl goes they're all going to be blockers right
2: yeah, no really cool team um yeah i also the coins make me really happy i'm currently in a dnd campaign set in cholt which is kind of like you know dinosaurs and that kind of thing and i really want to use them i, I want to print them out and just like play with
0: them <laughs> me Really happy. so yeah. that's uh that's ugny we've also got a fun little thing from torchlight uh so torchlight do a whole team every month which i think is just absolutely crazy that they're very cartoony but uh, torchlight's most recent offering is an ogre team that is just properly steps properly uh Warhammer fantasy battle ogre themed so you've got like the mongolian style hats you know all the step stuff and you've just got like little I, i'm I, it is cartoony and exaggerated, but I've I printed these out again for print to pitch. The problem with this is like, I like to do a print to pitch for these ones that are releasing. The difficulty is the way there's like five I need to do. I ended up spending that time printing them and I'm late. It's the fifth and I haven't even put one out yet. Although one will be going on Patreon later tonight. Um, and This deck, they're, they're so cool. Like they are really fun. They look super fun to paint, even if they are cartoony.
2: Yeah. No, they do actually. Like these look really paintable. Um, not huge on the faces for me personally, but That's... I know
0: that survived that. I don't. Mm. Yeah, well, it's kind but of Tor- like torchlight. is jam, isn't it? Yeah. Um, which th- I think his dwarf team was the worst one. Um, the the, the faces on that were really bad. Uh, six ogres, ten snotlings, a coin, and a turn marker for this one. Um, I, I also got excited when I saw that it was Khan because it just made me think of Khans of Tarkir. So immediately I was like, "Ooh," which was my favorite uh magic the gathering set of all time the um the stocklings are fine they're just they're basically the same sculpts as the uh goblin ones he did uh, i love the goblin team that, that torchlight did love the orc team that torchlight did and i really love the corn team with the exception of the corn dogs um like that corn team that we used for seven super series
1: oh yeah yeah oh they were lovely uh,
0: you know a little bit cartoony but actually i, I thought it was I, I thought it was a really good kind of balancing point the games workshop corn team was lovely but dude there's some there's, there's some detail on that one whereas torchlight mm. one was like i'm going to paint this bit gold and then you're done i was like oh okay <laughs> okay <laughs> it should have been brass really but hey um so no he's dropped an entire ogre team and again you know this is another a patreon that's just dropping a team a month um you know torchlight has got that stylistic choice um trips have you got any of the torchlight ones or do you
1: kind of not your bag I haven't got any of the torchlight ones, I think purely because I've got to the point where I've got so many unpainted teams that I'm trying not to print three more and put them (laughs) all in the queue. That
0: seems fair, it's because you're busy downloading Cyberforge every month, that's why. Yes. What was it this week? 17 gig? Uh, It was only 15 and a half gig. (laughs) (laughs) That is every month, that is ridiculous.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's the point where you're like, mm, I'm going to need another storage device for the STLs that I still am not predicting.
0: Yeah, but the, the beautiful thing about STLs is they're a digital file, so you don't need a cupboard to store them unless you subscribe to CyberForge because you will genuinely need a cupboard to store the USB drives. Uh, a <laughs> hard drive at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is incredible. That is just incredible. Um. Oh, actually, I don't want to hit the Kickstarter just yet because Ben suggested a thing, didn't he? Yeah, I saw this
2: one pop up on Reddit the other day, actually. Um, Let's go here. Um, by the other day, I mean, I saw this today. It showed up on Reddit the other day. Earlier today. Um, yeah. Uh, but this one's actually really cool. It's, it's not from a company I've heard of, actually, if I'm being fully honest i don't
0: know if we if we've been what was the what was the name so we've got a uh, realm of, paths, say, here, realm which of we'll, paths which we'll have a look at in a second so this is the tomb undead the Beatles. uh here's one i backed earlier has been kind of addressed um yeah I, I i hadn't seen this come through either this is amazing so they've done a um well ben talk, talk us through it man yeah so we've got a tomb king's team which is nice because we don't
2: see too many of them um and yeah we've got you know all the positionals your coins you know standard release but i just think they're really nice like they're really like you know clear positionals the tomb guardians look epic um
0: yeah i just really like it it's very very distinctly egyptian i really like the faces on this they remind me of the vortice um tomb king's team where they had like the skulls but the skulls were actually a little bit expressive um, yeah kind of like almost like stretched skin kind of look. Yeah, but, but even the um even, oh, yeah. yeah even skeletons do yeah. you know the skeleton they've got a bit of a, a evil dead vibe they do
2: yeah. no i was legit
0: thinking where, where do i recognize which from? and they've I, got that proper
1: chunky feel that yes. tomb king should have they should not feel sort of lithe and agile they they should look they should look intimidating on the pitch
0: they are a bit derpy they are a bit fun uh, the details are, they're not, this is kind of halfway between Torchlight and something else, isn't it? This is kind of like, they've got the cartoony, yeah. the, it looks bold, actually, not like uh, that is a strong design choice. It looks bold as in like Control B, um, which is probably yes. not a great descriptor, but <laughs> I, I, I think it fits and I can't, I can't see the Egyptian stuff without immediately thinking of Stargate. So that, that, <laughs> that makes me happy too. But the, the Tomb Guardians are wicked. Yeah. I... Oh, really... Yeah, man, that's a great find. It's just... Oh, it's, it's like... It's got a bit of Masters of the Universe about it. But this guy's got a skeletal nose. And it, it makes... Masters
2: of the Universe, Army of
1: Darkness, you know, you've got the lot. It's... Oh, I think
0: it's great. I think it's brilliant. Uh, the cat people like are a bit weird, but that's... some speed you know.
1: paint and contrast on them, and they'd look really good really quickly as well. That's
0: it. And there's not a bad sculpt in here which is remarkable i I tend to find that on the like you know you've got like the s tier patrons right then you've got the the next tier you've got the a tier and with the a tier there's normally a set of positionals that you're kind of like eh not the best but i can replace them so actually you know um torchlight's a really good example of that the corn team i love the corn team but definitely replace the the corn gores uh you amazon team's wicked but the throwers aren't brilliant actually this team here it's all great I mean, unless you don't like weird cat face people but i mean you've got dog face people too to be the blitzers so yeah this is brilliant i i back this immediately ben i thought this was a this is a great shout so this yeah, it's is cheap as
2: well
0: yeah uh realm of paths so let's have a look at their work let's have a look at their library to see if we've missed some other stuff because that uh okay got a decent star player a decent star player there's a forest elf team might have to do some shopping oh i remember seeing some of these the orcs um oh they've got demons chaos demons this is cool all right that's just a weird mixture of models and a heck of a forest elves part one forest elves part two we am going to look at the Forest Elf team now, just to see, because Elves are tricky. Uh... Interesting That's... take, actually. Mm. They look very muscly for Elves. Trips, you watched a bit of Deep Space Nine, right? Um, quite the whole thing. Okay. You know uh, the Dominion Mouth Man, like the Dominion puppet yeah. guy? wind winds Gin? Something? Yeah. I got the vibe of that, of him, from these. Yes. And that's pretty cool. I don't know. I like this. This is pretty cool. But this is this is cool. This is good to see. So definitely worth checking that out. Um, ben hates Star Trek. So I haven't included him in that. So yeah, Realm of, I, Realm yeah, I think it's the worst thing
2: ever. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Realm of Pass. That's know. a really good one. Uh, that Brilliant is shows. a white screen that I failed with. Right. We've got a Kickstarter to look at here. This is the Bloody Nightmares Kickstarter from uh, Pedro Ramos and Hogs of War which is a pretty cool combination uh, and they've got together to make an old school vampire team so uh, they've smashed their goal we got five grand against the goal of four grand okay so maybe not smashed there's eight days to go so this will be wrapping up on friday the 14th of april so plenty of time uh, for you to listen and go and check it out and this is a green stuff hand sculpted team of Thralls and Strigoi Vampires. So Strigoi Vampires are the type of vampires that came out in Warhammer Fantasy Battle uh, 6th edition, but they are basically half-men, half-bat werewolf dudes. Strigoi was very much a cool vampire bloodline, and they've dropped this team of kind of peasant Thralls and full-on Strigoi Vampires, which, I don't know, is pretty cool. I I am... I am dubious about backing a Kickstarter for any of the teams of Legend. Uh, we, we we talked about this on a pod a few a few months yeah. ago, didn't we? Um, uh,
2: yeah, I see. There's a risk there. I I think most of the time, you know, things can line up to kind of match. Like we saw that with um, like Norse is a pretty good one. Yeah,
1: exactly. And yeah, Amazon, you basically like, you've got to back the full package, though. Don't try and just sort of get 12 or 13 miniatures and get away with it you're going to need a little bit of everything just in case there's that positional random change and you go oh i need four of those and only two in the old base set
0: uh this is this is what's uh kind of worrying about, about high elves at the moment um i think someone was talking about high elves team the other day and it's kind of like i think they'll do something completely different with high elves i i think you'll end up with <laughs> yes right i remember because I, I said it to wind rick up a bit hi rick if you're listening uh i was like they'll definitely incorporate uh white lions of crace and have two strength four elves um to like you know white lion blockers probably uh, you will yeah, which I, I would be all right with, because it would be... I'd a, be definitely up for that. Yeah, it would be okay. We've taken High Elves away from being like the other, elf, the, just the tougher Elven Union, and made them a bit more noble and mm-hmm. Like That would be interesting, because Dark Elves have got four Blitzers, and the Witch Elves, they're very combaty and screeny, actually. If you get a bit of High Elves with a bit of both, it could be really interesting. But we're talking about vampires here. Um, so there is a £51 basic build, six vampires sixth rules uh, a couple of other dudes a nostratu and a stop mascot then you've got the 64 pound full team which is six strigoys and 11 servants i mean even with a vampire team you you've, you've got to. You, i mean you need more than six rules because you're not yeah. always going to be taking five yeah. vampires to get a minimum team so 64 pound uh the team is in resin and i don't know i think it's pretty cool it, it, not one for me i don't think
2: yeah, I think I've definitely gone off of the and sculpted. I think we're very spoiled now with where digital sculpting is
1: it's and just, with 3D it's printing. Just, it's gone up exponentially in the last eighteen months, isn't
0: so. it? Yeah. Um <laughs> Do you know if this uh if this was a bunch of STLs that came out <laughs> I I don't know how high up on my list of to print it would be. Like the sculpting is incredible compared to, you know, well just it's incredible and miles away of what i would do but this month if this came out as, F- as stls it would be probably the fourth best team <laughs> or the fourth mm. most one that yeah. i was excited about um which is a great sentence to say oh i know we're in the absolute golden <laughs> era uh but a hundred people disagree 68 people disagree and that's a cool team and you know what i always think this about these kickstarters you know like definitely not for me but i would be absolutely over the moon if i sat down at a tournament or a league night and someone was running this team it, it's a it's a really nice team and that's kind yeah. of that's kind of my gauge at the moment is like like trip said i've got many teams <laughs> excuse me Ooh, nearly died then <laughs> that's aggressive <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> <sighs> um but if i sat down to play against this team i'd be like nice that is a cool is team. i'm going to enjoy yeah. this very much like the protonian team from Fanaf. Like I'll, I'll never run it. Still available to you if you want to if you want it, to add it to your sixth team to paint this month, Ben. Uh but um if I sat down to play against it, I'll be like, that is really cool. And I think that's something that's really that is probably the most exciting thing about Blood Bowl right now. It, it does I know I, I tend to always bring up Magic the Gathering, but you, you sit down to play a, a game of Magic the Gathering or something against someone who's come up with a clever deck build, and it's really it's a really fun experience. because so like, oh, I see what you're doing, that's really cool. Like nice take, nice twist and mm. i get that when you play a tournament when you play a league like you sit down and you see what somebody else's take on a team is like oh cool you've gone with chaos halflings from punga that's wicked or oh, sweet, torchlight corn like this is really cool like and that variety i think is just so massive um yeah and even if you're just going with the games workshop team like you do something cool with the basing or you do like a bold color like color scheme or something it's just like what's your spin on this and it, it makes it really exciting uh, but I, I, I just, I think we are absolutely spoiled. Yeah, that's right. It's the best thing about tabletop gaming
2: is every every mm. single one you play against is going to be different. Um, every single team, even if it's painted differently, you know, it's, yeah. it's going to be different.
0: I painted um, against, uh, played against a couple of green and yellow Skaven teams while I was in Nottingham. And I was like, yay. It may and be not know, all different. But... I, did, yeah. <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, well, mine's green and yellow, but it looks brown. So I win. <laughs> uh okay i think that's all of the news bits that we've got so it's going to be time for tournaments in a second but uh, just a massive thank you to everyone out there who supports us by coming to our tournaments or watching our videos or liking subscribing sharing and uh a massive thank you to a load of our great patrons we had a, a bunch of new people join this month cattle bruiser matt kerr luke tognolini lexi menser andrew irvine ben hayward Sono Mirko, Bucklink, Hugh, uh, John Scott, Alan D'Alessandro, Kieran White, Charles, uh, Pickled Blowfish, Dallas Segurda, Kane Tucker, William Steelwell, Stuart, Erica R, Guy Pascoe, Sir Merrick and Amanda Shepard. Welcome to the party. Thank you very much for your support. Now, one thing that is very cool that I'm really, really, really excited about uh, is that we've got uh, Games Against the Patreons lined up for the end of the month to film uh, some of the new uh, dungeon ball championship so I put a post out for the patrons a couple of weeks ago saying hey I, I've, I've booked out in Toyment for the whole weekend like right, they did the dnd room uh, anybody up to come and film some dungeon ball games and uh just just working through organizing it all at the moment now loads of people volunteered which was amazing which means that if i've kind of done first come first serve based on availability obviously i built a little spreadsheet so if i haven't got in contact with you it's just someone else got there first at that particular slot um but i i intend to do this like regularly because i think it's just a really cool way to get involved so um i was like right well i'll put it out to the Patreons, and then if if i don't get you know i don't get enough people free to play or whatever I'll, I'll put it out on the channel and i was like oh my god this is brilliant like 30 people i was like this is so cool so i think that's a really cool thing so if you want to be on the channel playing games with us then uh being on our patreon is probably a really good step um and i'm I'm super excited about that like i get to play dungeon ball we get to hang out with patrons it i'm i'm just right. absolutely buzzing for that um but Talking to tournaments and things, Dorset Dungeon Bowl is coming up. Technically, we're not sold out. There's like three tickets left, but uh we'd kind of hit capacity. So um I'm probably gonna have to take those tickets down. Carl, Carl. <laughs> carl messaged me this morning he was like hey ben how many you got for for your, your event in dorset how, in, uh, on may and like how many how many tables you gonna need i was like well we've got 47 people signed up carl i'm gonna need a to table we're gonna need a streaming table and we're gonna need uh, kind of like a feature match table so we're gonna need like uh i don't know like 20 tables he was like oh it's gonna be busy <laughs> i was like okay carl I'll, I'll stop i'll stop selling tickets now um but oh, bless them. i haven't so if you're listening there's three tickets left go 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 before i have to call them <laughs> uh but uh, dungeon while are playing
1: on the floor or in the car park but we'll try <laughs> yeah, <and go>. no. <laughs> there are literally tables in the car park and they still have a <laughs> qr code on them so
0: they do i've had a couple of people message me this week being like hey what's the parking like at in i'm like it is free and it is at worst a 20 meter walk from the car uh, yeah. in, a, in a straight line like not like oh you know there's parking around the corner and up the road none of that nonsense it is yeah. literally you park within like line of sight to the store
1: yeah. uh, anyone who gets lost in the car park uh deserves to roll ones all day yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah it's not quite as complicated as a dungeon so that's coming up in may um we'll start filming the world championship at the end of this month then we've got may we've got the actual dorset dungeon ball which we're intending to stream on the day yeah i just i think we've got a good couple of months and then i think in june you we're getting together and having a filming day and lunch filming day and pub lunch Yep, which would be cool i don't know what we're going to do uh
1: We'll I work don't know. it out. We'll figure it out. We're, yeah, we'll figure
0: it out. It was more just excited just to get together and have a have a couple have some steaks and and, and a chat again. Um, yeah. I mean, worst case scenario, we just do a live blood bowl breakfast or something. Oh,
1: that would be good. For, Ooh, that would be good.
0: From enjoyment. Um, I do like a live stream of a game or something.
1: Yeah. Is there breakfast? <laughs> they do breakfast they
0: do do breakfast this is my other my, my favorite thing about enjoyment is the little qr codes on the tables because you just scan them and then carl brings you tea It's just the best i need that for my room i suggested it to tiff and i just got the look <laughs> have you asked carl yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> carl it's a it's a bit of a drive but you know yeah. i did place
2: more order 20 minutes ago
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh I love
1: that. I can click through the whole new way. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> if you are in the market for Blood Bowl tournaments, then please head on over to the Bonehead Podcast and click on the button that says tournaments. And in the button that says tournaments, there'll be some tournaments for you to tournament at. Uh, there's a list of Bonehead events. There's a share the world where you can share a tournament if you're going to a tournament or running a tournament. And if you'd like to hear me say tournaments some more, buckle up so click find a tournament and it will take you to a whole bunch of tournaments that you guys have shared with us so there's uh some coming up we're, we're in we're in march no we're in april Jeez, it's christmas soon guys uh that one's already happened we got noodle bowl coming up on the 15th in wiltshire oh that's exciting Throd rule set so like a warm-up for Throd. that's exciting oh glowworm's running it that's very cool uh you got bruce bowl On the 22nd of April, you've got Dominion Bowl in Scotland on the 22nd of April. April Fool's Bowl on the 23rd of April. Oh, they've got Fumble Secret Team. That is cool. In Doncaster. Ben, how far is Doncaster? Trips, you're well-travelled. A long way? way? Damn.
1: Yeah. (sighs) Is it?
2: Somewhere in the northern realms, I don't
1: know. North of the M4. Yeah. 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 Uh, Two stops away on a drive. Ooh. Oh, hmm. well,
0: that's yeah uh we've got the spike egg cup in hampshire in older shot on the 29th of april i will be filming with the patreons uh dorset dungeon bowl 2 definitely recommend that gonna have 50 dungeon bowl players playing some stuff i'm super excited about that uh and then there's bits in oxford in may so that's uk there's some great stuff going on in europe as well uh there is a punching pumpkins tournament coming up in south holland in the netherlands we've got heart bowl in quebec a two-day charity blood bowl event uh there's the cabbage cup in ohio on the 22nd of april there's the forest city cup in ontario canada uh oh man there's so much uh, Australia going to town trips reminded me that i needed to set the things like, just to make sure that no one goes and writes a load of rude words i have a little tick box on the submission thing before it goes to the site because well mostly because of milton's whole you know <laughs> miltoning um uh, so i've got that button i forgot to tick it last time and trips was like make sure you check and then i did and there's like a ton for australia which is so cool in fact we've got one special one to call out in a second uh but you've got osbowl state championship two days in queensland coming up in two weeks you have got blood bowl sevens charity tournament on the 7th of may as well now that is an interesting one so uh george christodulo friend of the show and sevens extraordinaire um sent me an email and was like dude can you please call this one out? So there is a Blood Bowl Sevens charity tournament uh, happening in Australia, and they've gone to town. It, it's 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 for a guy. And tell you what, have they put the background here? They haven't put the background here. Well, they have. They had my interest. when well, it was a Sevens tournament because it's a Sevens tournament. Um, and let me see if I can grab the wordage that our George sent me because I think it's worth sharing up. Come on, George Christadulo. Hey Ben, hope you're well. I've got a favour to ask if I may. A fellow Blood Bowl coach, Lee, is organising his first tournament in Brisbane, Queensland to raise money for cancer research and care. Lee has been challenged with renal cancer since 2015, and besides trying to raise dollars, uh, he's trying to keep his mental state positive with Blood Bowl, which is an interesting choice, but I approve massively. Uh, I only recently met Lee and his story personally resonated with me, so I've been trying to assist him in any way I can. I made him a bunch of sevens pitches and helped with Rule set. Other Oz coaches and game stores have also assisted with bloodball stuff for prizes and raffle. Uh, all I ask is if you could please do a shout out on an upcoming episode. That would be super appreciated. Lee tells me he's a fan of the show and watches regularly to keep himself positively distracted. Uh, below are the links, which I've already put into the show notes. F Y I, the event banner was designed by his daughter. That's awesome. So That's it, awesome, yeah. Yeah, really like that. Uh, thanks in advance. By the way, hope to meet up in person at Alicante. Dude, I, there was at least one beer on me in Alicante. Uh, for that's you. incredible.
2: What a great cause. Yeah, um, yeah really big yeah, kudos to them. I
0: really that's like awesome. seeing stuff like that. Um, It sucks that it happens, but it, it's something that's really special about this community. Uh, it's great that this can help. Yeah. 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 And it's always nice to hear that Blood Bowl helps with people's, uh, you know, just well-being because it, you know, the game can punish you, but actually, it's it's going love. It's, awesome. it's yeah. awesome, right? And I believe that concludes the news. Anything we've missed, guys? God, I'd be <laughs> impressed! It's, it's been forty-five <laughs> minutes.
1: um I think we've convinced everyone to buy three new teams, <laughs> go to four tournaments. Oh, three? And, That's uh, that was
0: should have uh, done a better job. Uh, oh, actually, actually, I do have something else to else to bring up. Um. Did you see on the Games Workshop Warhammer community thing for the um, Warhammer Fest stuff coming up? The Warhammer Fest or the Blood Bowl thing? Wow, Warhammer Fest. Oh, yeah, and the Blood Bowl. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> oh, so much going on. It's so good. So Warhammer Fest is coming up. I think that is that is right. That is the 28th, 29th, and 30th yeah. of April. Yeah. yeah, last few days, yeah. Now, I'm going to be filming Dungeon Bowl with people on those days. I am so excited because if there is Blood Bowl news, I get to drag whichever Patreon is playing Blood Bowl and Dungeon Bowl with me at that point, and we can do a little video together, which I think will be really cool. But I don't know. I mean, bets. Are we going to see Blood Bowl news at Warhammer Fest?
2: Maybe a little bit, but it's definitely going to be the 40k show. So it's, yeah, I don't know. It might, but it might get drowned out in the rest.
1: But I do hope we There's going to be plenty of 40k drowning everything out for the next uh, (laughs) few
0: weeks. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Um, But yeah, Ben, good shout. In July, I want to say around the 21st, there is three Blood Bowl events happening at Warhammer World. Friday is sevens, four rounds. Same rule set we played the other week saturday three rounds of 11s eleven fifty match play rules which was really interesting because i looked at the rule set and i was like where are the skills where i don't understand the skills and then i remembered that it's actually just in the match play rule book which i actually really like now i'm 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 really i'm really on board with that format uh i think it's i don't know i've been looking at the world cup builds and i'm like ah i just want to use draw and dribble like why can i not use draw and dribble um Amazon's Withdrawal and Dribble is absolutely my match play tournament list pick at the moment. Nice. Yeah, nice. I, I think that's, I think that's juicy. Um, and then the Sunday is three games of Dungeon Ball. At it's Walmart. so good.
2: I'm so excited. Uh, I think we've we've confirmed going. Oh, I've, um, I've
0: booked us tickets for all three days. There you go.
2: Yeah, I need to sell out accommodation and then, yeah, but yeah. So I'll definitely be there all three. I think you're gonna try and make all three. Yes. Uh um, try. And yeah, yeah. Oh, be great. be absolutely great. Trips be good because we can actually stay in the evenings because the Wine World evenings is yes. awesome. So
0: Yes. Trips is, I believe, in Devon.
1: Trips has made the stupid mistake of looking at holiday for <laughs> that weekend with the family. Really don't think I can get out of that. Just popping <laughs> away for three days. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm um I've got this feeling... I've just got this feeling that's the timeline that we'll be moving house. I just have this. I just, I, it's just something I've got to. You
1: can't move on a Saturday or Sunday, really, because the, the legal stuff all is Monday to Friday. So, well, yeah, really? but, yeah, they won't be around.
0: But if, if yeah. we move on like Thursday or Friday, I can't be like, hey, enjoy the very much unfinished house. I'll see you. I'm going to go stay <laughs> in a hotel. It's <laughs> a boxing on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, if you could get it all we sorted for when I'm back and don't wet, forget the QR code, um, yeah. that would be. <laughs> I <laughs> in one of them. He'll help you with the boxes. Yeah. Uh, there's also the um, Andy Devo Invitational, which is a, a Blood Bowl World Cup warm-up happening mm. in, in July. I've booked up for that as well. I Can't remember what it is. Um, so is he... yeah, should be. It should, I don't know. It's just it's going to be a good year. I, I Ooh, promised yeah. you guys. may be promised that this year would be a good year of playing Blood Bowl and enjoying Blood Bowl. <clears throat> yeah. I think we're off to ben a good was start.
1: Already booked into a tournament for next year already yeah oh.
2: which i need to cancel i accidentally got i saw water bowl tickets go live i was like oh i'm gonna do water bowl i'm gonna do water bowl and you have to get fast in for that because it goes quick Yeah. and it's an excuse to get element games because i really want to go and i'm just like okay got them and then i told the others just be like yeah just snag some water bowl tickets and they're just like, oh cool when is it beachhead uh, weekend beachhead weekend <laughs> yeah i'm probably gonna go to beachhead <laughs> 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 yeah um, unfortunately i think i might be doing that one so um yeah Maybe next time we'll ask Pete to move Beachhead. <laughs> 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 move it a week or two. <laughs> we, <yeah, laughs> Accommodating
0: me, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair enough. Anyway, tons going on, and time for a little chat about hobby. Okay, so hobby-wise, I've been printing lots of teams. Uh, I've been painting some of them to just for just because they're so cool. But I feel like we talked a lot about that already. So hobby bits and bobs, guys. Do you know what trips? Trips, take it away. Uh,
1: so I have been doing some printing. I am printing frames galore and it's legs fashion. and. Tiles. I uh, print printing head a head gasket. Yeah, um, printing a gaming table, a uh, self assemble one. I got through a Kickstarter, and it is really well designed. It's going together well. Um, it's t- taking a fair bit of filament, and uh, um, <laughs> the printer has been running hot for the last couple of weeks. But yeah, I am a, a couple of edges away from uh, a six six tile by six uh, six tile by three
0: tile <laughs> table. Have you considered getting a second printer? Have you considered printing a second printer? <laughs> oh,
1: they're quite a good
0: heater, I found.
1: <laughs> mm.
0: Well, summer is is here now, so I yeah. uh, I I nearly had to open the window in the studio for the first time in like six months. Um, but no trips. You played a game. At yeah, so I actually
1: played a game uh, in tournament so i played uh against uh john or Leoric's. um uh uh uh, uh, necromantic yes uh it was last night so it was it was a cracking game a really good game of defensive blood bowl um uh i went in with uh i think about 265 of inducements um, with my rather badly beaten up high elf team. Um, uh, So after a a little bit of a conversation in in our group in the afternoon, uh, we decided to go for the manic but fun way. Uh, So uh, the wizard was taken and acorn was taken. Yes. Uh, Acorn didn't have the best of the games, mainly because he decided to spend most of it sitting in the knocked out box. Um, He is very little. He is very little. He did get away with getting knocked over once, um, but uh, then did not survive too much longer after that. So first half, I kicked off. Um, the, the werewolves uh, chase, me, chase down, and the wizard actually, for the first time in a long time that I've had Fireball, uh, the wizard uh, knocked down five all five uh, uh, players <laughs> it was targeted. Two of them left the pitch. One of them was the ball carrier. Uh, the ball bobbled right over to on the sideline, and we played how many tackle zones can you put on the ball for an entire game? Um, uh, so first half was a really tight defensive um, uh, game, nil nil at half time. Um, second half didn't start too well because I had a catcher sent off. Um, in as part of the kickoff, which is not a great way oh, to spell. Oh,
0: officious, officious ref or something. Officious
1: ref, yeah, and it's like, and and you can only if you roll a one, it's like, oh god. That is going to be rolling, all one.
0: brutal. I saw this happen at Sand Bowl. The table next to me, uh, they got Morg sent off uh, oh, at the Literally, oh. the, the opening kickoff of the game, uh, Morg got sent off. It was just like, that is horrific. Yeah. I mean, when it comes to high offs though, having a catcher sent off, that mm. is also horrific.
1: Yeah, and it was one of my skilled-up catchers as well, so that was a bit annoying. Um, But I got the ball did the sort of go left and then go right, trying to use the speed of the high elves to to get away from the not too far zombies. And then the year of 2023 rolling returned. No! So I needed, I, I, I dodged my thrower away, who's got dodge and he didn't even need dodge to do it. And he's like, I just need a, a quick three space pass. And then my catcher can l- hoon off down the sideline. One, pass re-roll. <laughs> one Um. Um, so uh he managed to throw the ball backwards um which was a bit annoying and of course the werewolf steamed in to get it um and half my team was completely out of position to to be fair uh, a catcher went above and beyond and blitzed the werewolf to knock the ball out one square from the end zone um and then the ball scattered beautifully off the end zone throw in put it right up the sideline Again next to my thrower, and I was like, oh, he's got a chance to redeem himself. So I had the stretch play set up where he would have needed a two plus pass because he's got accurate. All he needed to do was dodge away from the flesh column. Of course, he went one, reroll roll dodge, one. <laughs> and I was like I just can't oh, trips yeah. I think I rolled I think I rolled four or five one re-roll ones in the game so they sort of stopped every every bit of good fun and uh, There's nothing you can bad do bad. about that really is there nothing right. I can do about that and I was down I think it was down about three or four players at that point point. Um, and yeah John uh, suitably uh, picked up the ball swarmed around it and crashed in and I even had a chance to wear a two-talent touchdown right at the end but of course, Akon, who by then had decided to actually come back, uh, decided to fail the foul appearance uh, on the blitz, losing me my blitz, uh, failed the loaner reroll, And then, what a, what a surprise, uh, my catcher couldn't pick up the ball on a two. Uh, so the game ended in uh, pretty... Pretty traditional roller one style. So. That is so brutal. Now, Trips, yeah. you are still
0: seeing 18 completions, though.
1: I, I did. Mm. Even though the thrower had an appalling game at the crucial things, he did manage to get a lucky turn eight SPP throw in the first half. And he got one in the second half, just because if he didn't, I would have fired him on the spot by then.
0: I am going to struggle to catch you. With that that's five I'm five completions behind you now. I, I was gonna say sorry. Did you say you'll throw a fumbled ball? Because can't have any on safe pass. Uh,
1: uh, it wasn't yeah, a fumble
0: though, was it? If it was, was a wildly
1: inaccurate. It's the wildly inaccurate. Uh, right. right yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So you like,
1: like the only bad, thing he bad. can do wrong is roll a one here. Oh, that's what he's gonna <laughs> do. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the traditional one where not only do you, you 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 drop the ball but it goes backwards into like the worst possible position. That's really not good.
0: Uh wildly inaccurate, not my favourite ball. Yeah. No. I've got my game against um against Drew tomorrow night, which is gonna to be tough. So he's got Norse, which is kind of my kryptonite team. He's got a mighty blow Yeti, a block Ulf. A blodge Valkyrie, a block Valkyrie, and a Tackle Norseman. And I think he's gonna get Ooh. nearly 300 k inducements. So uh I'd be surprised if he doesn't we probably go lot. griff or something.
1: I was gonna say you get a lot of choice with OWA mm-hmm. inducements.
0: Yeah, that's gonna be an interesting one. Um I also I've got a root canal first thing tomorrow morning, so I imagine mm. I'm gonna feel quite quite rubbish. So I'm not feeling I'm not feeling the massive positivity for that match. Uh but uh points wise i'm perfectly safe now this is going to the last round it's the last game
1: yeah this is the last game so there's going to be a playoff between the two leagues top four and then a um a a losers playoff for those of us who've not quite made the top four of their league
0: Oh, that's cool, that's cool, that's cool. I've not played any Blood Bowl, I think, for the last couple of weeks. I've been busy, which is fine. Uh, I feel really bad because I may have forgotten a game with somebody because you know what the world is like. I mean, we went to Nottingham, played a lot of Blood Bowl there. That was reasonable. How about you, BT?
2: Any games? Uh, Yeah, I had a league game uh, the other week uh, against Simon um, and his Norse. He fought against my battered Chaos Dwarf team.
1: Um uh, it was Chaos a matchup
2: dwarves. I, yes, yeah, yeah the matchup I didn't want to see at that point was against Simon because I was a Mino down two Dwarves down so it's just a, basically a ball center and four Dwarves and a whole bunch of journey Hobgoblins Ouch. against a skilled up Norse team and it was pretty brutal Whoa, I took two kegs three which journey was,
0: hobgob-
2: <laughs> yeah uh, I took two kegs which were incredibly helpful because those Hobgoblins got knocked out left right and center which I was expecting to happen Um and but it wasn't quite enough. It ended up being a 2-0 loss, I think.
0: You did Uh, lose.
2: Yeah, which was your first loss, isn't it? It was my first loss of the league, yeah. I drew the week before. But um, it was a very big game because the playoffs are really tight in this league. Um, it's between a good amount of people here. (laughs) Um, Mm. yeah. So there's one more game for most of us. Um I think Jack has solidified his place with his games. Oh, um, I don't know. It's
0: six game max, isn't it? So Six games, yeah. You, Simon, and Byron, and Ian, are all one game left. Uh, Jack's at 12 points, Simon's at 11, and you and Byron are at 10. So I I, I assume and it's... And
1: Greenskin Phil's got two games he can sneak in. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Three yeah. points yeah.
0: for a win, isn't it? So
1: James could get...
0: James. James could. And to be fair, so could Saxby. Yeah.
1: Yeah. His catchers like have got ridiculously skilled up.
2: Yes, yeah, so my last game is going to be pretty crucial. Um, yeah, teams I haven't. Scene, yeah. I've played against pretty much all Bash, so I'm expecting something that's you know quite crunchy uh, for the last game. I'm imagining it might be against some elves or or something, because I haven't played any of them yet.
0: You are so. a chaos dwarf mystics game, but your Blodge ball centaur is all right. Your Jug's Minotaur yeah. is alright. And you got a mighty blow dude and a guard dude and a frenzy hobgoblin, which is pretty great. Yeah. Well, when you've got that um guard piece, that's a cheeky four die block there. Yeah. Um,
2: he was good as well, because the Norse were really scared of him actually. Because he was always there being just like they weren't going to the sidelines. So all the frenzy hobgoblins <laughs> like, uh, yeah.
0: work by existing. And a kick boy as well. That's brilliant.
2: Yeah, kick guy has been great. Um
0: yeah, that ball center is just obscene. <laughs> Are you gonna buy your next bull central now? Uh,
2: I don't have enough. I got five k short.
0: Oh, they're one hundred and thirty, aren't they?
2: Yeah, I was. Oh, I saw the winnings oh. come in. I was just like, oh, that's really sad.
0: <laughs> Not quite enough. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's cool. Oh, but, uh, look-
2: hopefully it should mean if I do get in the playoffs, I'll have two ball centaurs for the playoff games. We is good. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, that's and so good. we isn't? might still be getting inducements as well because the rest of the teams in the playoffs. Are chunky boys yeah Yeah, i've actually got a pretty small team you're at (laughs) 1200 (laughs) with a
0: hobgoblin now ben yeah yeah Uh oh I, I tell you what i i'm enjoying the uh the divisions at enjoyment but there's nothing better than seeing a big old list of 23 teams in a, in a single group it's very cool it's good fun yeah i do like that i'm very much looking forward to wobble hitting up sadly at the moment tuesdays just seem to be like really big meeting days so yesterday i was supposed to go to the pub with uh ian craig and lewis and uh, i was still in meetings at like six o'clock i was like uh um... This is, this is a busy day. Stop. And Ian was like, why do not you come to club anymore? And I was like, because work just, just hates Tuesdays. Uh, it's taking
2: over your life. All, mm. all you need to do is, you know, it's a, it's a real shame about, you know, the constant electrical storms that keep hitting highs in the area, <laughs> which means power gets cut off at like 5.30 every day. Wi-Fi is
0: quite bad in the the right. uh, in the new forest anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm looking forward to getting back to Wobble. I'll, I'll definitely hit it up in the next league um, with Amazon's
1: Yeah, that'd be exciting with ugly Amazons,
0: uh, because I really want to get more games in with them. Um, Mm. I feel like we need a bit of a Blood Bowl three check in. Uh, I haven't played anything on BB three for the last couple of weeks. I, I I mean, it's fine at the moment. I just I know they reset the the ladder, uh, which is fine because the ladder doesn't really exist at the moment anyway. Uh, But they forgot to
1: tell everyone they were doing it before they did it, which was a Slightly annoying.
0: Mm, yes. And that's it's kind of I want to say put me off playing too much at the moment. It, it's kind of, it's just warm-ups, really, isn't it? It's just it's the preseason. I mean, if you're an NFL yeah. fan, you'll know the preseason doesn't massively mean anything. Uh and that is they've 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 nailed that. Let me let me tell you, if they've done anything right, they have exactly got the preseason right. Uh, in that it means very little to anybody. <laughs> so that's all right. Um, but when does the when does season one start, Trips? Oh, this
1: is the disappointing bit because we've all had May in our heads, and I was like, "Yeah, let's go and check the date," and it's the twenty-fifth of May, so <laughs> it is still seven weeks away.
0: Okay, that's fine. That's it. Well, that's that means we've got the run up to Dorset Dungeon Bowl, then it's season one of Blood Bowl Three. So actually, timing-wise, that's 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 fine. We can work with that. think we just need to try and get yeah we can work with that i'm excited for real blood bowl to start when it comes to the seasons um and have they announced what the team is going to be for season one
1: no no nothing they've announced nothing more for season one they've still got a lot of things that are in the to be released before then they had a lot of Uh, data mine teams didn't they i think i heard i think i saw some people saying
2: lizards are expected
0: i i've heard lizards as well yeah it might mean I nothing. Think they're like the most bit.
2: complete ones out of the lot, or something like that. Um, yeah,
0: mm. I'm. I, I. Yeah, I don't want lizards to drop, but <laughs> 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 good selection come on, leave the, leave the Skaven alone but no, I think that will be really good fun uh, we'll we'll kind of commit to a bit more Blood Bowl 3 interaction when, when it starts up and running properly, I know that's kind of what we're looking forward to doing now, but it's just not ready um, so it's kind of like, eh, just play with it, but I think actually coming through to May, Blood Bowl 3 will be good we can get some, we can do some stuff and actually play some more Blood Bowl, which would be even better, because more Blood Bowl is more better right, so oh, even, yeah. that- even on Blood Bowl 3, uh, Trips, have you played it
1: recently though? um i played the last game about uh, 10 days ago so it's much more stable now um it's not crashing nearly as much <laughs> there is still the odd crash most of the rules interactions are working and it's not doing silly things so it's 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 much smoother and much stabler uh than it was and you can see where you are in the the, the bonehead ladder you can see with your team That's uh, you get told where you are which is quite nice
0: it's a hilarious difference that makes
1: um but what's started to happen is you can see there's some people have, have replaying it for a good amount of time there are some big stonking TV teams in there that you can run into so I think they fixed the match playing as well uh the match <laughs> as well because I think there was a chance you could literally run a new team into like a 1700 1800 TV team which that's not fun
0: oh how to turn people off playing any game is but it that the when magic uh arena went live their their match-up system was was trash so you would just start and you would be paired against anybody so if you go and play standard with your new deck of cards you've just started with you would just get absolutely ruffle stopped by someone who'd been just grinding and that, that's not fun. that happened when Blood Bowl three went live anyway didn't it because it was like oh cool i've yeah. got 1800 tv dwarf team i do not I do not understand. And then there's all the comments about, like, oh, they uh, they are conceded. And they were like, you conceded? You're a trash human being. And the human being was like, no. The person with an 1800 TV dwarf team is the, tra- is the trash human being. <laughs> I don't know if there's any kind of, like, ELO
2: system or anything like that either with, like, sort of, you know... I haven't seen. I'd be interesting to to know if that's a case where you have sort of just normal experience or even like experienced coaches with new teams can match against experienced coaches. Um, I think, I I, think. I think but... I'd be
0: fine with TV matching. Yeah. That's enough for me, I think. It does mean that you'll probably get ruffle stumped against an experienced coach with a new team, um, which is not ideal. But again, I think that's kind of hard to manage. An ELO system would be really good for it, I think. Although... You have to balance TV and skill level, which would be It's I, pretty you might never get a game. <laughs> yeah, well there was times on <laughs> there's times on Blood Bowl 2 where that was kind of the case. Or on Fumble, where you're like, I'd like to play a game with this team. No one's available because they're all playing 2100 to Chaos, and you're just there with your nine eight five snottling team being like, I like a fun little game, please. Uh denied. Yeah. Denied. All right, boys. Anything else in the hobby sphere? or things we want to talk about because we, I, I I mean, we did agree this would be a bit of a chatty episode. Do we want to touch on forty k here, Ben? Because you you are very excited by it. I mean, we could. I won't take
2: too much time because it's boring as hell. But um, yeah, no, it's had me really excited. It's generally had me really excited. I mean, I play, I play forty k quite a lot at the moment. I'm playing quite a lot because I'm doing like crusade with friends. Um, and it's been really good for hobby as well. Like I painted a whole bunch. Um, and yeah, the, honestly, the 10th stuff, the 10th edition things it's really positive changes. And I don't know if it's cause I'm maybe less perpetually online, like I was in like ninth edition. Um, so I don't see all like the, the, the crying, which is, you know, always there. Um, <laughs> but it's actually a part I, of the hobby. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I. You know, I want to say when stuff is good, and I think a lot of these changes are really good, and they have me really excited. Um, there are some things which I'd like to see more from 4K, um, which i not doing, um, namely mm. alternate activation. And Anyone who plays 4K with me will know
0: that's a thing. Um, yeah, I <laughs> that don't... I
2: really dislike about it. I just uh, don't...
0: I don't think that's their... I don't think that's their style. I don't think that's their like style. It. I don't like
2: it infuriates me. It's like such like a modern change that every other game does, and they just seem reluctant to admit that it's right. But is they'll it, put is it, is soft it,
0: half measures in every game.
2: Is kill Sorry, team?
0: What's... Is kill team
1: alt? Drake? Yes. Yeah. Fully alt. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Well... So it's war
1: Warcry? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, Warcry is. It?
1: it makes yeah. such a difference because otherwise you. I've seen pl- people playing uh, 40k, and you can see them just like. I'm waiting until you tell me to oh, roll the bucket of dice. Yeah, uh, and it's
2: just like, no, but we've got reaction reactive stratagems now where you can play like one thing on your opponent's turn, but it's through, So it's basically alter alternate activation. And I'm just like, nah. nah, nah. So I actually <laughs> play a custom rule set, which I still need to release, but I'm not gonna do that now because a new edition. But um yeah, uh your which modifies it and it's way more fun. Um, but yeah, no, these changes I I really like. I think everything's way more streamlined. They're releasing all the army books on day one. It's an index, which is fantastic. I have always said it's the best thing about eighth edition. Yeah, no, some really genuinely positive design moves um here, which gives me a lot of hope for Games Workshop, actually. And um, yeah, I wish I bought shares.
0: I I am seeing a lot of really good stuff and yeah. um, Games Workshop at the moment. I mean, you know, obviously rose-tinted spectacles and we could do with some more releases for Blood Bowl, but actually everything they've done in, has been really good. And especially this this 40K thing is, I has impressed me because they do seem to have listened and seen what's going on and they genuinely seem to be working towards making a lot of it a lot better. I just hope um, they stick
2: with it because they did this last time. Well, they said it was all good. And 8th edition was just like, oh, awesome, really cool changes, new, everything's easy, only like one book, and uh, it will just, you know, spiral out of control again. So I just hope they stick to it and, I, I, you know, remember that this is what people like. Because, um, yeah, oh, and going back to keywords is a good thing. <laughs> like, no longer pages of text to explain what things do. Um, you know, works in Blood Bowl everyone knows what block does so you don't need to write it out every single time and every single <laughs> player so
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i i do like that um yeah i'm this is this is oddly tempting which is yeah which is well, really exciting actually
2: i would i would I was, love to play 40k with you ben um as well i would love for you to play 40k as well because i think it's actually a really fun It's a really fun system but
0: yeah i'm intrigued i am intrigued i am very intrigued uh and you know enjoyment i feel like would be a really good hub lots of games lots of good gear uh it's just it's just interesting it's just interesting i i am on the fence yeah. but i am closer to the fence than i think i've been in a long time i mean i'll tri- let you know how this edition is
2: because it might be hot trash and i'll spare you
0: but <laughs> uh, yeah my last game of 40k was eighth yeah. edition uh when the the starter box came out i really enjoyed it and then that was it good. That and was then good and then it point. got really bad really yeah, quickly uh, and, and we got to kind of see the misery uh, unfolding at the various beachhead tournaments that we've been to and it's just like oh that looks terrible but the way they're planning it out now actually looks really quite good yeah um, the only thing i am very very dubious about is the change of leadership to be a target number instead <gasps> of an underneath number only because when someone like trips rolls a load of ones you could be like oh mate save them for your leadership <laughs> roles now there's there's nothing you can do with ones which makes me very sad
1: <laughs> yeah that, that is interesting um yeah that might be more don't roll ones just pretty much every game from the dice yeah you Um, roll ones consistently it ain't gonna go well
0: (laughs) i uh, games games companies they tend to have like two systems and each system tend, they tend to leapfrog each other with design copying so battlefront did this they they've been doing flames of war then they released team yankee which was a better game and then they took their stuff from team yankee into the next version of flames of war and they kind of cycle them so i'm interested to see if because there's, there's some of this that's similar to age of Sigmar, but some of the stuff that put me off age of sigma is the same stuff that put me off 40k it's just 40k was just way 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 more um violent about it uh whereas age of Sigmar, i think is, is not quite as bad so I, i'm i'm i mean when did they drop the last version of age of Sigmar? last year uh
2: the year before no, no no it was two years ago i think
0: okay so actually we could be seeing some of the stuff that they might take forward into age of Sigmar as well um
2: yeah yeah possibly i think age of Sigmar needs a lot of work in my opinion um, yes it does the, i think is it's it's not a great game <laughs> Um, just that in terms of a game that it's fun to play in my opinion just uh, not there's so much stuff missing.
0: that is actually that is how you would have described 40k however yeah this new rule set yeah. it looks pretty fun does it pretty good I'm, I'm intrigued i'm actually intrigued and i genuinely just feel utterly blessed with blood bowl like the worst thing that's going on in blood bowl is bombers right and it's really easy to just be like we're banning bombers in our league we're banning bombers in this tournament and then um kind of everything's fine <laughs> and then it's kind yeah. of like oh hack a bit op but he's really not uh, so it's kind of like that's the worst thing we've got going on in blood bowl and that is just awesome i just yeah okay well we win but 40k looking cool i do have a knight to build It'd be interesting to see because they've got the new anyway anyway we'll save that for the 40k podcast onwards to leagues <laughs> okay so we're gonna have a bit of a round table discussion here and kind of what we said at the beginning of the video we've had a good year and a half of playing tabletop blood bowl 2020 now well let's say we've had a good year and also half of a medium like medium half a year so you know of actually getting blood bowl 2020 to the table and one of the biggest changes and i think all things considered, my favourite change from old edition Blood Bowl to the new edition Blood Bowl is the league system and the skilling up system of your dudes, the SPP system. I, I I really like the way money is built up now, but oh yeah, and that just works much better. Like good job that's just a tweak it's actually very similar to the way we used to do it in wobble 3 because the original system was like oh, 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 have a good game roll a dice move that many squares no that's not for me um that was how the old money system worked the new one actually is you both roll a dice and take the average and it's all fine and you know what that works brilliantly so good job there but the spp system was a massive change where it went from roll 2d6 and Get some stuff to actually, you have a bunch of choices now. And with all of the games, we've all played three, maybe four seasons of a team on the tabletop. We've all played at least one or two seasons on Fumble as well. And we've played a lot of Blood Bowl 3 individual games, just kind of trying to get the system to work and gaining some SPP. So it kind of felt like a good opportunity to check in with how well the SPP system works in 2020 and what we've learned from it so i think the best place to start is opinions about the system itself and whether it's landed in a a way that you expected it to so trips as we moved into this edition we went away from the old Oh, richard saxby's rolled two d6 he's rolled two sixes again and got a strength up to uh actually rich you gotta play a game and roll sixes in the game to get the spp uh i mean what are your thoughts on the transition of the old system to the new system
1: I think in terms of the transition I think that's probably the biggest difference is that no longer at the end of the game can you randomly get something that nobody else can get for a number of games um so it's it's really stopped it's stopped you getting superstar players without them really earning the superstar status. Um, if you want someone to have all the skills and a stat-up, you are going to have to try and keep them alive for a lot of games and stack SPP on them. Um, You're not going to just be able to go, oh, I have a strength five player because I rolled the right dice at the end of the game one.
0: (laughs) Yeah, definitely. In fact, if you guys remember, we played a Fumble Secret League, league I think during the apocalypse, and uh, Ian Warhanam, rolled just uh, like first level up on a dwarf runner or something was a strength up and it was just egregious from that point onwards and I remember because we were playing those rules because Fumble was available but Blood Bowl 2020 rules that had come out and I remember thinking I am so glad this has yeah. gone now yeah. Um I mean what are your thoughts BT? So was that the Seed Wars? Yeah it was the Seed Wars yeah, where you already yeah, had know. two strength 4 <laughs> guys and it was like oh yeah. now you've got another strength 4 guy just just because like literally yeah. just because I, I don't know. I'm a big fan of risk versus reward. And there was, that was just all reward.
2: No. Yeah. I, I hugely prefer, it. I hugely prefer it. It's so less swingy. It makes everything feel like earned, I think. And like, there is a real like gamble to saving up those skills because they could just die and lose all. Um, and it's really, even then it's not guaranteed, but then you have choice. You don't lose everything. I like the fact if you don't get what you want
0: you can just be like "Oh, i'll just take the double skill then um or a normal skill they actually have well, that yeah days, yeah which is which is brilliant now yeah the reason i kind of throw it to you is i believe you did that on your last team didn't you your skaven team oh,
2: on skaven yeah i went up i went for a stat up on the gutter and then i ended up just taking two heads because i didn't get it yeah i remember that he got i think it was a game where i think i got five touchdowns with him or something and he just got like a million (laughs) xp and it's just like okay i don't know what to do with this i'll just get a stat i was hoping for strength that would have been beautiful wouldn't it um but yeah um yeah and it was fine it was i i loved it i loved it um i really yeah i i think this new skill system is great and and randoms man randoms taking random skills for cheap how good is that
0: so in the background i've got up uh tour play So that we can have a look at some of our league teams and stuff like that, and randoms is the best place to start here. So when it comes to uh, getting your skill up, you pay not a lot for a random general. You pay a standard amount for a chosen general. You pay twice that for a chosen double uh, or secondary skill, and then you pay even more than that for the chance at a sweet skill up, a sweet stat up. So you kind of like. It's it's very expensive to risk the stat up, but it is a massive impact. So I think it's I think it's reasonable. I could I think it would be seen more with a bit of a price reduction, but I don't think it matters mass, massively. Matters. Yeah.
1: But, I think we'll see it online in BB3 because you you can you can get through more games. So we'll see stat up players come back, but oh, in tabletop, yeah, you, you if you're playing three games a month you're talking about three months of saving spp and as gamers we're not known for our patience well that's
0: you you're bang on and when i do the um the, the dream teams videos and sort of stuff like that people are like well, why don't you just wait and give block on him and i'm like because that's four months of your life like if you've got an ogre on your your nobility team block is absolutely the right skill to give him but i don't want to wait till october for that when i could just give him guard now or brawler now or take a chance at a random now it's just when it, it, it it's it's just that balance but trips your call out on blood Bowl three is is a very good one and i'd like to circle back to blood Bowl three at the end of this because that's kind of like a, a hyperbolic time chamber version of blood Bowl. get your dragon ball z reference in there um so randoms ben talk to yeah. me about random skills how they work oh, three, and why they're great.
2: Three SPP to have the most fun ever is just <laughs> so good. I mean, when it works. But um, yeah, like it's basically isn't it half the cost of what you'd normally pay. So if it's your first primary skill, it's three. If it's your first secondary, it's what's that? Six. Um, At six SPP, you get a random secondary, which is great. I mean, that's... For some, for some players, that is all you ever want to do. Like stunties, sometimes you just risk a random and get rid of them if it's not great. I mean, oh yeah, here we go, small saw. <laughs> <soul. laughs>
0: so this is this is a great shot. Ben's pointed out brilliantly, which is you can get a normal skill on a random. But one of the things I think is a great part of the system that may go unnoticed because you think about like a proper player. And you think about, if I want to take a double skill on them, I want I, I need the right double skill. If I want to go for a double yeah. agility random, yeah. a lot of it's going to be trash from really, I want dodge. Well, actually, yeah. if you've got goblins, and goblins are the most perfect example of this, random general skills are the best. On a lineman, a normal strength three lineman random general skill for three spp is the best thing you can do kick and just, block wrestle sure hands tackle pro that it's just it's just amazing you will
2: get shadowing
0: <laughs> well we did that on the channel with trumpets my oh, trumpets yeah. over there on my shelf it
2: was like oh whenever you a random off. general know that you'll get shadowing or expect <sighs> that you'll get shadowing yeah yeah, have to be okay with that. yeah. yeah. for every shadowing you get you'll get kick so
0: or, yeah. <laughs> you could do what small Soul snapper did here get wrestle and then frenzy uh which is just amazing to have on a goblin yeah. so but you you so i know one of the kind of counter arguments to the, the 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 skill change was oh i don't get a randomly special guy now with a skill or i don't get like an Edge 4 goblin well no but actually you can choose to take that gamble to get some and it, it doesn't need to be Edge 4 to be amazing actually a wrestle mm. goblin is so cool and just just taking those randoms on like your chaff lineman it gives you stuff to do and that i think is what's really good about it is because if your mvp goes on a lineman well now you can just take a random general i've done it i've got sure hands and a kick on my random for my skaven lineman and when we went to nottingham it was a sevens tournament using the sevens rules so it was all random skills and some of it was good, some of it was no. bad uh, I, you know, I had Tackle, and Dauntless and don't remember the last skill maybe uh, Wrestle? I,
2: I will always feel sorry for my high elf opponent who got multiple block on their throw <laughs> yeah, but
0: that that's means just, that they took the gamble yeah. of a strength skill
2: yeah, on true. an elf. I don't really know what they were going with that. Yes. but um, yeah, safe pair of hands can is not fun either Right. Something that's worth noting that like you said on stunties is um, uh, the 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 TV is half; it Ooh. doesn't inflate. So, so you can take these twenty secondary skills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can take these secondaries, and you don't have to worry about
1: like a bloat.
0: Um, no, you've got yeah. a, a goblin there, and if you give him one double, he goes up to sixty k, sixty five k, which is fine. And worth the because a, a 60k block goblin, a sure hands goblin, tackle <laughs> goblin, wrestle goblin, dauntless goblin, even frenzy. Oh man, frenzy pro for Grot Brady for the last season was wicked. He'd just <laughs> run in there next to a guard yeah. black orc, take a one or two die block and smash him again. Maybe just use pro to reroll a push. That's wicked. It was great fun. Um, it
1: and- instantly gives that story aspect to your team because you have no idea where you're going until you go, okay, how am I going to use that skill? And all of a sudden, that that lineman's got a little bit of difference, a little bit of uh, uniqueness about them. Although I think think in the uh, the league, I think I rolled uh, random pro twice on a lineman, which is definitely not a bad way to go Brian's, in terms Brian's of... Hey, brilliant, I'll, especially for I elves. will be using that. <laughs> Um,
0: so, uh, so the random thing uh, I think is, I, I don't know whether I personally thought it was going to be all that popular or all that great. I thought, oh, that's cool. That'll be fun sometimes like for people to take a random, but sneaking in random general skills is amazing. Theming your team around randoms is brilliant too. So this I was kind of hoping Milton would be able to join us tonight because he did, he's done this with his chaos team and he's just taken Milton's random
1: mutations Yeah.
0: Yeah. The Miltations. Uh, he's just taken a bunch of random mutations on his Beastmen, and he's been like, this has been great. Like, I don't have to stress about what to take. And then, very much like you just said, Trips, is a case of, it builds that story element of like, okay, got the cool story, and now I've got that weird gameplay interaction where it's like, ooh, how do I utilise this to the best of my abilities? Which I- I've been really impressed with, and I, I guess when... When wouldn't you want to take a random? <clears throat> um,
2: Go on, oh, sorry, I, I was just going to say, there are some players where you just really want a skill to make them real good. I think a lot of blocker, like strength or blocker players, one that just want to get block first to really just get them going like equally. Some agility players need the dodge, um, some, yeah. some like core skills, which I think you really want to get. And then you can maybe have some fun with that.
1: Um, yeah, there's generally one or two positionals where you're like, this is the way they've got to go. It's your it's your block player who needs dodge. It's your dodge player who needs block. That's that's pretty much the, the way. Sorry, Valkyries? Particularly when, yeah, <laughs> particularly when you're looking at going, oh, well, this player is, I'm building my team around this player. I need them to survive next week. Uh, but there, there is quite often... way to go and because they're going to be gaining spp you can go well it's going to be two games i can pick the skill i need and then i can look at where i want to go afterwards
0: i i agree with i think i think i might go so far as to say i don't really like the idea of random skills on any positional um because i think there's just that little bit of optimized play that is just It's not worth it. And I've been through this now because I've had six or seven gutter runners on my Skaven team uh, just because they die or or because i took a random skill on them to see whether i wanted to keep them or not uh i had a guy missing missing in the next game he had some svp and i was like well i'll roll a random mutation if he gets extra hands extra heads or something cool i'll keep him and i'll play with three gutter runners or i'll just bin him off and buy a replacement i rolled it he got claws and then I, i i sent him on his way but when it comes to like we've got the high elf team up we've got your your white arrows up here the blitzer dodge tackle it's a dodge tackle i i think it's just worth waiting the extra two games to get that big mm. guys big guys are the one that i think is a really interesting middle ground because obviously the correct thing to do for a big guy is wait six months to get three casualties and then take or to get six casualties and then take block right but the middle ground is you take the strength skill you know there's always a good strength skill for a big guy but you could also just take a random at some point. And how do we feel about randoms on big guys?
2: Probably out of any like positional, like my favorite, um, just cause I, I, I feel like, I feel like I'm someone who rarely takes them on big guys still, but, um, like I think with strength, there's no real downsides of random strength and it's quite easy to get three spp on a big guy. Um, I don't know if I'd take random generals on them, though. I think there's way too many just whiffers (laughs) for big guys.
1: (laughs) I'd want like (laughs) wrestle on a big guy is not what you want to see. And things like that. I think you can can get a lot of fun with the random, but you are taking the risk of going, I've got a skill that I'm literally never going to use. And it'll be three more games. I do think, though, with the random skills. It depends where you are in the league. I think if you play a league with a cap number of games or 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 something like that, you definitely see as the league goes on, people start to take more randoms because it's a case of I cannot save long enough to get this skill in and I need an extra skill to try and get into the playoffs or detail. Um, so you do get a few more weird uh, 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 team makeups. That is a really good point actually trips. Um, I've imagined
2: a fun analogy because you said something about the uh, the positionals where you don't take them. Here's my fun analogy I've, I've got in my head. Imagine you had a Swiss army knife and your positionals where you had like a screwdriver, a blade, a can opener or something like that. And then imagine if you could upgrade it and you could wait a little bit and your, your um, screwdriver is now made of titanium and it's really strong. Or... You could, you know, roll the dice, and the screwdriver now flashes really with like strobe lighting, which is really cool <laughs> but really kind of pointless. Um, or you have your linemen, which are just random bits of metal, which could become anything. Now, if one of them becomes a strobe light, you have now got a strobe light which you didn't have to start off with, and yeah. that's quite fun. <laughs> and so, but when you're when you're you know crafted precision tools, which your positionals that have goals or objectives to achieve when they start doing pointless stuff at expense, it's, um, yeah, it's kind of annoying. So, yeah. And
0: that's it. Cause the thing is, I think with positionals, you, you, you need to keep them and your big guys, generally speaking, they're expensive and they're hard to replace. So if you do take that random general and get shadowing or fend on your big guy, it's kind of like, cool. Now I've wasted 150 K, uh, Now that gutter runner i would never normally bin off a gutter runner unless he was injured but he was missing next game and i wanted a full set of gutter runners for my next match and i had the money to buy him so i was like well i'll just take the random it could be sweet and i'm worth i'm happy to wait a game for a block two heads gutter that's worth it um but actually a block gutter to a vanilla gutter not much in it i'll just get a vanilla gutter but otherwise i don't think i would ever do it until like trip said it gets to the end of a league and you're just like hmm I just that spam the skills might get something great might get something that helps which i think in itself is a really fun point of team management now in our leagues because we're doing kind of like eight game leagues or six game leagues or whatever we don't see a massive amount of tv bloat so team value management isn't something that i think we've really had to cope with um but that that element of redrafting is definitely worth discussing as well because if you are going to be redrafting your team, one of the interesting tweaks that I don't think I paid attention to is that it's it's not about the skills your players have; it's about the seasons they've played. Uh, so, if you want to take a lineman that's got zero SPP, it's going to cost you the same as if you take a lineman who's got twelve SPP but no skills, um, because you are adding that extra season. So, whereas I think I feel like in the old edition, you'd save. That 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 guy, because you'd be like, well, this this lineman is going to cost the same as a vanilla lineman, so I won't take a skill right now. I'll save it up and roll him over into the next season. Whereas now you have to pay per season anyway, so I think I don't know if with a lot of players, I think you'd be better off taking a random towards the end of the season, or a random just before redrafting, and then bin them off if it's no good and you save yourself 20k plus 20k you know or whatever instead of just the well that's a massive difference when it comes to linemen um i having redrafted the black mountain bucks it was really interesting i had to get rid of a couple of players because they're just that that second season bloat is there even if they don't have a skill and that was quite interesting to see so i got rid of uh Barflog the Brave, who had shadowing, naturally. Uh Grot Brady with his Pro and Frenzy. I just replaced it with a brand new Grot Brady because it was cheaper and poor old the original Tyrone Troll Kisser there. So I had to kind of like <clears throat> balance out that cost. I actually think that's a really good mechanic in there as well.
1: Mm. I quite like the redrafting with the with the skilling up system now. I think it 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 doesn't completely crush a team. Um, because you can still keep a couple of star players uh, that you've developed through in detail. Um, but it's also doesn't mean that a redrafted team, even though they've got the same team value, one of them is dramatically different to a newborn, newborn team now because you haven't carried five or six players through with skills. You've carried two or three. But I think the money aspect of Blood Bowl... 2020 makes a big difference because like you were saying with your gutters there because you can really build up the money if you dedicated fans make a big difference scoring touchdowns make a big difference if you can then generate (laughs) that cash
2: those are a few of my favorite things
1: it gives you those lots more options and you can see ben with his uh, with his uh desperately saving for a bull centaur it's like that that money aspect of squad building has become really important now because you you need to replace those key positionals when you can. Um, so dedicated fans and touchdowns make a big difference. Well, it just needs yeah,
0: to, just it just needs to play like a
2: skaven team, and it makes sense. Like I think from a thematic standpoint as well, I really like that, where you know the fans and and the touchdowns give you the more cash. You know, you put on a better
0: show so. Yeah, it, 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 and that's, I guess, something else is that it, it feels and makes sense. It feels like you're yeah. more involved all of the time. It really does. It, it, it doesn't feel like you get shafted a lot by the system. Like, I remember the old the old season. It was very much you finished a game and you're like, oh, I didn't get any skill ups. i got nothing going on ian rolled yeah. a strength up and a edge up and i got nothing like literally nothing and i rolled and a two. i won three nil. <laughs> yeah i won three nil i got nothing and i rolled a two on the winnings so i actually got yeah. 40k so i can't even buy a new lineman um but actually now it's like you win big you earn big <clears throat> and even if your mvp is fully random and goes on a lineman even at a level two lineman you can take a random which, yeah, like that could be a 20k kicker. Yeah. Oh, sorry, a 10k kicker in most cases. Exactly right. Yeah, and I think that's a really cool way to do it. And I've thoroughly enjoyed this edition of tabletop um, with that skill oh, yeah. system. I think it's brilliant. I get, the only tweak would be maybe if we dropped the SPP limit for stat ups a little bit down. Um, I don't know.
2: I I actually do like where it is. Yeah, I, I, think I like that. Yeah, yeah, that big stretch goal. I think if it was dropped, we'd probably see more people taking it, but I think at detriment. And then I think we're starting to get the random high rolls of strength back again. I think where it is is a a real goal you can go for. That is a huge risk. I mean,
0: rarely ever see, but we have seen it. And it's a um, like, it's a yeah, is is a rare, it's a rare specialty. Um, yeah, <clears throat> unless you are absolutely cramming in the Blood Bowl 3 games. Because i I got got this theory, right? I love gutter runners because they're movement 9. Skaven is a fast team anyway, it's just wicked. And I thought, do you know what would be really fun to do? Is get a movement 9 thrower. So I did it in Blood Bowl 3, uh, jamming some games. Because it doesn't take very long. You know, you score a couple of TDs against the AI. That is not hard. A couple of 5-0 wins against the AI, and you're basically there. Um, And... I did it. I took my random on the the skill up and got my extra movement. And uh, I got to actually experiment with something that I think is just horrifically potent. I was watching the NFL and obviously the the shift recently has been to super speedy quarterbacks like it. Uh, it's just like everyone's gone. Oh, you know what? Mike Vick was really good. Apart from the whole, you know, dog fighting thing. Dog thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, And now they've got Jalen Hurts, who is just this massively speedy quarterback. And it's like, he is a runner. And I thought, well, actually, you know what? Having a movement nine thrower, the Skaven, is just filthy. Um, and it really is. And I, I got to try It takes out. a lot of work not in against AI, though.
2: Yes. well, like To get 5-0 wins with a thrower is really quite tricky.
0: Yeah, against the AI it was great. And this is something I... I i have always said would be really good at, with with blood Bowl 3 is even with the trash ai it means you can try out different skill sets and try brewing different up teams which has been really good but mm. i i know that the trips mentioned this earlier that we're starting to see the fact you can play three games of blood Bowl three in an evening uh i think i think at the moment three games of blood Bowl three in an evening is probably a bit much but i think it can be done you know i mean it's not unreasonable to get 10 games of blood Bowl three in in a week now if that's what yeah. you want to do that's a lot of games right that's five four five months of tabletop club basically mm-hmm. for, for for us where we have a casual club of two two games a uh, two games a month uh you know even one game a week that is two and a half months you can do in a week it's worth the stuff and actually saving those spp keeping your tv low especially if the ranking system looks at team value which i think is the best way to do it you are going to be able to grind out spp and save up and get those strength rolls get those speed rolls and trips you said you'd seen some chunky boy teams kicking around is this is this what we're starting to see is the, is is yeah. it coming true
1: yeah i think it's it's definitely coming true and particularly with where the the game is at the moment that there's either people playing it a lot or people popping in and playing the odd game here or there I think the people who are on it and playing quite a lot you can really rack those TVs up and and really really go for those those details interestingly just seeing a lot of very high skilled teams with eight re-rolls and maxing out on that front um that's fine uh, not really optimize the whole build so and and there's no real reason at the moment to worry about team bloat uh, within the, within the the game. So
0: as long as the matching system on Blood Bowl Three is reasonable, even from a team value point of view, then I think that'll be okay. When it comes to to ladder to rank ladder, right, is is saving for the stat up going to be the thing you have to do?
1: i think the because of the amount of tv that it impacts on your team it might not be the thing to do unless you genuinely get the right up. because there still is that random nature of you're not you can't pick your stat up that you want um uh, so that's i think that's going to make a big difference Uh, to it and you are very much relying on the fact that someone just doesn't roll really well and kill your player that you've saved all week (laughs) to skill up
0: that's true but i feel like what we might see a bit of a shift in that way of doing that is the first skill is a stat up if it goes well you keep him and you brew him up because a strength four, uh elven blitzer of any description chef's kiss like (laughs) from that point then you just save 8 SPP get dodge and then yeah. you've got a strength well, 4 blodger and it, then you're you, basically you get, just an Amazon team right
1: you, yeah you um, get a strength 4 uh, um, blitzing elf and you are that guy is going to rack the SPP up
0: it's interesting I I think I think I'm here for
1: it I, I'd like, like to, to see it because what we haven't seen yet because of the way the system works is those star players that you used to create with the stat ups have very much gone and they've been replaced by actual star players who've got stat ups and different stats. And we've seen them in the tournament. Build. What we've not really seen is the interactions between home brewed stars and the established stars being used for inducements yet. So that will be interesting of can someone brew up a 1700 team and then can someone come along with a 1300 team stick and griff in it
0: beat them with griff Yeah. well one thing i will say is that buzz justice has built up an identity in the Entoyment league and that has made me very happy because that is something that was great in the old edition is you had a couple of named players that just had a skill set that you're just like oh that guy like and they would get fouled because of it when i play Entoyment league uh Everyone hates gutter runners, but everybody will target Buzz Justice uh, yeah. because he's like my pseudo star player. And that is definitely something that is missing from this edition. I have no idea. I've got no idea if anyone at what ball or has got a particularly special player. Whereas in the arsed edition, it would be like, oh yeah, James is adge. Do you remember James's is for dwarf runner who got oh, a leap yeah. and then jumped yeah. into his own death like immediately. Like That's mm-hmm. such a cool story. That is missing from this edition. Um, and I don't think that's
1: coming back. Yeah. Well, Although I think a part of what's making that mix uh, miss from this edition, and this is no complaint about tour play because tour play is wonderful, because tour play has taken away a lot of the working it through in detail. It's in a drop-down menu of what skill can I get, and it's auto rolled. It's a lot easier to do it. You can actually you don't need to be at club to go through your skill ups in detail. You don't need to watch someone go how did you manage to roll three double sixes (laughs) saxby um yeah i think that's a really fair shout
0: so i i think it's brilliant for tabletop um and i don't know if you guys agree with this one but i actually think it has kept every game playable um and yeah i've I've hardly seen any unfun games kicking around i I don't think i have seen any from a match-up point of view like obviously if you're having a salty day you can be unfun to play against but that's you know that's that's part of being human um but from a, a tv on pitch standpoint i have i've not seen any runaways and as much as bombers are not a huge amount of fun they are a threat right and actually if you go i've got a big tv Oh no! Oh, I think Drew might take Cindy then tomorrow. Um, no, actually, wouldn't be, Cindy, yeah. Cindy comes up
1: into the pitch tomorrow.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair enough because actually, it's a, it's a reasonable way to balance it out. Um, come on, edge four. Come on, edge two plus. Let's 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 catch it with the thrower. Throw it right back. Um, I like that, and I think the star players, even though they feel egregious, I don't think. I think star players are actually bang on for leagues with the exception of bomber spam, obviously. But actually, if you're 300k up and your opponent can therefore induce griff, that feels fair. (laughs) Like, that's fine. I think as fair as it kind of could be,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think we'll see it more in the BB3 ladder yeah. Because it's it's more about a ladder than skilling up your team in detail. So some of the great star players will literally suck every SPP out of the game, and then your team will by nature plateau because you can't build up anything other than MVPs.
0: Mm. I, I'm really interested to see how Blood Bowl Three ladder is going to go. I, I I don't know if it's going to be. Um, I feel like the the 2020 tabletop is is a is a is a really well done like climate. I think it mm. works really well. Blood Bowl three, it's gonna get real gamey and I think it's gonna warp Blood Bowl a, a massive amount. Blood Bowl two did a little bit, but I don't know. It just there wasn't that I think this is I think trips you've called it I think there's gonna be some 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 T V management when it comes to I want to be able to run stars. But also I think I think we're gonna see a whole bunch of saved SVP for just egregious like edge builds.
2: Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, and, yeah. and as an when we don't player, have a game cap, it's a lot easier to do that kind of thing. Yeah, I yeah. think
0: I think we're going to have a lot of Edge plus movement plus yeah. teams, which is just going to be really good. Because strength is eighty k, that's massive. Like that is a huge amount for, isn't it? Yeah, that's that is a chunky boy. Like that's that's a big impact. Like it's be great having a strength for pair of like blitzers on any team. Uh, but that is 160k just for that that's a lot of skills that's a lot of stuff that's a wizard that's that's a lot of interesting fireback so i don't think we'll see a ton of strength but i do think we'll see a ton of movement and edge maybe because it's just movement versus dodge is an interesting one movement versus block is an interesting one edge definitely wins but It'll be fun to watch Blood Bowl three unfurl in that one because uh, I think I some know. players
2: already have dodge. I can see like movement ten catches and human teams being pretty obscene.
0: Can't do it. Can't do <laughs> it. No, Even uh, nine cap. Nine.
2: Oh, cap capping at
1: nine. Yeah, of course. Because I think it. that yeah. that will help yeah, because the, of gutters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that will help with the capping. I think we will see a few different positions yeah. where you look at it and you go, how? What? Which skill? Oh, it's...
0: The, honestly the, uh, scaven stuff. throwers with movement but with movement boost is is brilliant yeah that is pretty great because they don't really need accurate or on the ball they don't really need much they don't need anything so actually just making yeah. them more useful and having that movement is phenomenal because then you can just start brewing up a team of movement nine stuff and that is just horrific because then your thrower is just like nine squares of movement and then a six square throw on a three plus but it's just filth it's amazing um i'd be really interested to see how that plays out but yeah any any last thoughts on the way that league and team brews up teams are brewing
1: up not for me i think for just for me i think it's made league really have its own identity a league is not like a tournament in any way at all because of the random nature of the way it plays yes you can get random skill tournaments but it's very much into you either lean into the random or you try and build your team the way you want to or you do a bit of madness and you do a little bit of both and uh, you just see where it takes you
0: but we always talked about your league team being your franchise building your franchise and i think the way it's balanced out now it is really exciting to do and you can get something at a tabletop league that you can't get anywhere else like i love tournaments i love constructed blood I think it's wicked But actually brewing up your team with your stuff at a reasonable pace against other teams that are also also growing at a reasonable pace creates an environment creates a franchise and is undoubtedly the best way to play blood bowl it's even better than blood bowl sevens just like brexit margin but it's still pretty great Uh right guys, I think it's probably about time we wrapped up for uh, this evening. Mm. Um more for any more? Or are we all good? No, I'm all good. I'm ah, good. Amazing. Well, guys, thanks very much for jumping on. It's always nice to talk blood bowl with you boys. Um and yeah, guys, thanks very much for watching. We'll be back soon with more blood bowl content. Happy blocking.